Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Mika Simmons, and welcome to this very special episode of the Happy Vagina podcast in partnership with Luma T. Coming up, we have some top tips from health and nutrition coach Karen Cummings Palmer on how to use nutrition and supplements to support our body's natural vitality, and how Luma T chair Janice Gamel has used her suggestions to grow into a deeper relationship with herself as a woman. But first, I'd like to take a moment to tell you a little bit about our sponsors today, Lumity Life. Lumity is the clinically proven health and well-being brand with game-changing supplements and skincare, designed for women who never allow themselves to be defined by age, to support the body's natural aging process and support you in feeling strong, healthy and beautiful inside and out. And we have a unique offer of 15% off your first month subscription to Lumity's morning and night supplements with the code BALANCE15. Just go to lumitylife.co.uk. That's www.lumitylife.co.uk. You're welcome. Welcome to The Happy Vagina, a podcast dedicated to celebrating pioneers in the female space who have made a difference in women's health, equality and relationships. Each week, we chat to an inspiring human being or two as they explore the experiences that completely change their outlook, promising not only to educate, but also entertain and enlighten. I am ecstatic to be joined by health and beauty expert and consultant Karen Cummings Palmer and Lumity Life chairwoman Janice Gamble. Karen and Janice, welcome to the Happy Vagina podcast. Thank you. So wonderful to be here. Thank you for having us. I'm thrilled to have you here. As you know, I'm a huge, huge fan of Lumity and the science behind it and what you're doing for women, empowering women to live healthier, freer lives. But I'm also really ecstatic because I know that there's a, a deep a deep running friendship and collaboration between you two, not only at Lumity, but that on a more personal level, Janice, you have been under the care of Karen for your health for quite a long time. And I think if it's okay with you, just because I'm always interested in the human story, that is where I would like to start before we do a deeper dive into aging and supplements and how we can keep ourselves well. Janice, when I was speaking to you about doing this episode, didn't expect to hear what I heard from you, that your story, it moved me so exceptionally, what you've been through as a woman. And it was a real reminder, actually, of how women can experience such great loss and extreme experiences, and still go on to be so successful, like you are. Can you just tell us a little bit about the beginning of your journey into what I would call self-exploration and, and getting to know yourself better. What happened for you? Um, well, thank you, Mika. Um, I think I'd probably summarize it as the sort of first time I really understood 
and valued the importance of my own health was when my my husband died. And it was really sudden and it was quite a shock. He had unfortunately got diagnosed with leukemia and uh, three weeks later he died because he uh, didn't respond terribly well to the first dose of chemotherapy. Now, in the time leading up to that life-changing, you know, kind of my whole life, my heart was broken, essentially. I uh, had had a child with a young baby. He was 10 months old. We had moved house, as you do, to kind of, oh, now we need a garden. You know, we had a project in, in doing this lovely home up together. And I'd also changed jobs, so I'd moved to kind of a more senior role. And this was all in the kind of space of, of that 10 months. So my kind of vision for the future and the, the life that we were going to have together and this little boy who'd now joined our life came to a very abrupt end. And as a result, I think, of... All the change that I'd been through, particularly in that year, I realized and understood that I was really run down and that I had been through a lot and that I wasn't going to get through this and be the person that I needed to be with all the demands that were were going to be on me without really looking after my physical and mental health. And... I remember that really acutely very early on, that it was something that I was going to have to prioritize and find a route to good health. And that would be really important for obviously the fact that I was the parent of this this young boy who's now 18 and that I needed to deal with both how run down I was as a result of all the change I'd had and then the very intense period when my husband was in hospital. I'm so sorry that you went through that. And I obviously cancer is part of my story too. And I know the pain of seeing someone die very quickly to cancer. And it's a, it's a horror. It's a horror. It's, it's a vile, vile disease. And um, I'm sorry for that loss. You were 33, I think, when that happened. Are you able to tell us whether or not before that did you have your eye on kind of healthy living? Was this a, a kind of 180 for you? Was it a real about change or had you already been, did it just speed up your awareness that in order to have a great mind body connection and to be well, both mentally and physically, you'd need to start taking some significant action to allow that to be possible? I mean, obviously I was healthy in my pregnancy, you know, and to, to, to get pregnant, I wanted to make sure that I was as healthy as it could be, but I wouldn't say I was particularly, I suppose, appreciative of the choices that you can make to keep your system in balance. So I would say there was a lot of burning the candle at the wrong end. Um, there was a lot of poor food habits. And I think uh, looking back now, I didn't really, I've I've always, I've been lucky because I've always been a good sleeper. So I think that has really helped my system tool itself and repair itself over the years. But I do think that, you know, a nod to good health from time to time, nothing like how I choose to live life now, which is not all saintly without, you know, a shadow of a doubt. But I think it's this idea of balance. It's the idea of if I go off track, I know how to bring myself back. Um, and I owe myself that. 
And what was your first point of call? Did you did you come to the conclusion that you wanted to kind of do an, an, an inner job when you first realized you were out of balance or did you go to your doctor? Well, what I really realized was that I had probably a predisposition at this point, given that I was so physically exhausted and unwell that I could get ill. My first decision was I need to, I need to be well, I need to get well. I need to make sure that I don't come down with, you know, some horrendous sort of bugs that take me out of actually doing the day job where obviously I was now earning the living. And also I had a young child, so he went to nursery. So I didn't have, you know, round the clock childcare or anything. So I think that was when I thought, well, how does one get well and protect oneself when you are, you know, looking for that sort of deficiency solution. And then beyond that, though, I wanted a path to good health. So for me, that was about staying on top of things and having that extra layer of protection, if you like. So when you went to your doctors, what did they, what was their kind of suggestion around it? I mean, that was fascinating and was quite an eye opener because I think medicine is is a vital part of our lives and we should appreciate all that it does for us. But it is really about dealing with illness and deficiency and disease and etc. It doesn't focus on getting you well. It just gets you over that condition that you're in, you know, you hope. Um, so my doctor came to see me actually the day after my husband died. She came to the house and she was, she a lovely person, full of empathy, obviously devastated for the situation I was in. And I said to her, look, I need to, you know, I'm, I'm not in a good place physically and I know I'm on a roller coaster emotionally, but how can I get myself to a place where I'm going to be able to feel, you know, that I have the energy that my immune health is you know, going to be okay. And, and she was, she just, had a real blank. She said, I can give you something to help you cope. And I was like, okay, so what, what does that mean? Um, and you know, it meant an antidepressant option, which, you know, it's not for me to say whether that's a right or wrong thing for anybody else. But for me, I felt that I needed to deal with the, the actual, grief that was unfolding as opposed to try and kind of pretend that I wanted to face into it, even though it was absolutely terrified. You know, grief is a roller coaster of anger, loneliness, you know, despair, you know, fear. But I felt if I didn't face into that, then I wouldn't come out the other side on the, the kind of stronger mental health side. So I said to her, is there anything else? I mean, can you and she said, well, I'm not really, you know, tooled or, you know, not really trained in other forms of medicine. Thank you for sharing all of that, Janice. Um, as I said, I really resonate and identify with everything that you've said. I know that you didn't find Karen immediately, but after a few years, when you started to really look at uh, an even deeper need to look at your own health, potentially because you were coming into your perimenopause. You did start to work with Karen, who is our other guest today. Um, and Karen, I think it would be great just to come to you and hear a little bit about 
what state was Janice in when when you found her? <laughs> well, Janice was actually in a in a good state when we found each other um, on a on a more personal level beyond the brand. Um, but I think what was so wonderful is she was really committed to being in a in an excellent state. So it was sort of you know very aware of going through changes of hormonal changes of a big birthday coming up and it's sort of a little bit of that sense of if not now when right this is a real opportunity for me to elevate my general wellness from sort of you know doing okay getting by um you know feeling and looking good to actually feeling and looking my very best so that was the work that we that we did together so that Janice would really have the tools to not only, you know, I call it you know, glowing while you're growing, right? So it's not about being fearful of the future. It's about having the tools to be able to really embrace it and celebrate it. Mm-hmm. And what were the key things that you sort of started to think that Janice might benefit from in terms of her her well-being? What what were the key th- what were the key issues that you thought some adjustments there might help her vitality? Yeah. So, um, you know, like, I mean, there's sort of three key things that we all have to deal with really. Inflammation is inflammation is really at the root of all disease. What is inflammation? What is it? Why do we get it? And what is the impact on us? Yeah. So, um, inflammation. So whether you're talking about eczema, like, which is something that I suffer from, whether you're talking about heart disease, it is dis ease and it is really caused by so stress is the big thing right and good luck with getting rid of that in this environment but we can manage it it's also caused by overconsumption of highly processed foods and by um, excess sugar is a really really big one so what happens in the body if I go so I went to the theater recently yes and I went to go and buy some sweets for me and my mate Sally to eat and Anna and I mean, they were really good, but she wanted some chocolate, but they didn't have any chocolate. So I thought I'll buy the Haribo and I'll buy the fruit pastels. <laughs> they were the big bags and we finished them. Now, what if I eat, if I ate sugar like that every single day, <laughs> this word inflammation, what does it mean? What's inflamed in my body? I mean, I can tell you that I had a massive food hangover <laughs> the next day. And I, should ne- I should never eat again, which of course I did. I would never do that. But like, we know what the kind of physiological feelings and sensations are when we over not I'm not talking about overindulgent I'm talking about overcapacitating our systems if we overcapacitate our systems what is inflammation Karen so inflammation shows up as you know it's in your skin it's in your heart it's with the brain it's excess everything is going to decline because you just can't you can't um, metabolize the, so for example you've got all that excess sugar by eating huge bags in the in the theatre, and that's actually that's what sh- the other thing I was going to talk about was glycation. So you're doing you're doing the inflammation and glycation at the same time, actually, which is just excess sugar breaking down the fibres. For example, let's talk about in our skin. So if we've got excess sugar, we're breaking down what we think of as the scaffolding. That's the stuff that we really have to focus on when it comes to age management, the elastin and the collagen. So you're having the breaking down of that process and that's showing up in the skin, for example. 
as premature aging. When you're talking about things like psoriasis and eczema, it is just the excess of, of the toxicity that is caused by inflammation. That, that's, showing, that's how it's showing up. I mean, even depression, for example, even your mood, even your hormonal balance. So if we're just getting too much of the stuff that is not helpful and not enough of the stuff that supports us, that is causing us issues. So the inflammation then slows down one's body's natural ability to detox and just kind of like clear everything out and keep everything going. What does someone need to do? If, is, it, is it as simple of just changing your diet? Like if you decided to cut out some of the things you've mentioned, can you be pretty much guaranteed that you're not going to have too much of this deadly inflammation? Yeah, I mean, you know, the great thing about this is that we are in control. And of course, there are wonderful things you can add in, right? Fantastic. But actually, the wonderful thing is you can you can just do without. So if we reduce the amount of refined sugar in our bodies, we're going to reduce the amount of inflammation. If we if we manage our stress levels, then we are going to reduce the inflammation in our body. If we you know, just really respect our sleep patterns, our circadian rhythms, which is essentially the body's natural, it's, an, it's the natural body clock. If we respect our circadian rhythms, we're going to reduce inflammation. If we reduce the amount of highly processed, now like processed food gets a bad rap because if it's in a can, it's processed. So I'm talking really highly processed food. If we can reduce that, we're going to reduce the inflammation. So the great news is it's not just about, you know, bringing things in, necessarily having to spend a huge amount of money. We can reduce our inflammation in ways that actually cost us nothing at all. You know, if you go for a walk in nature, if you're safe, you're in nature, you're going to reduce your inflammation because you're bringing down the stress hormones, a hormone called cortisol. And if you can decrease that cortisol, you're going to decrease your inflammation. So again, that's about, you know, what brings you some joy, being out in nature, being able to breathe deeply and consciously. We talk a lot about meditation. It's very woo-hoo, but actually it can be about deep conscious breaths. Sometimes it's about, you know, for me, sometimes it's about cranking up the music and dancing around your living room, right? Can I just tell you that I did that in Heathrow Airport last night when I was waiting for my luggage? I've made a video of it and I almost posted it on the Happy Vagina Instagram feed. And then I was like, they love your feed, but they don't actually need to see you dancing around Heathrow Airport. <laughs> I say, I say post it, I say share, we need to see it. And you know what? It's amazing what that does for the system. It's amazing how doing that sort of couple of minutes a day, I think was something that we have to do every single day and how it's very hard not to feel a sense of joy and not to just feel a little bit less stressed out. Does inflammation have a direct correspondence with aging of the skin and also the visceral organs? It absolutely does. So aging sort of scientifically, but just really simplistically, the shortening of telomeres. Sorry, you're going to have to tell us what telomeres are. This is so exciting. <laughs> it's really complicated stuff, but essentially it's strands in the body that shorten over time. It's all very sciencey and sophisticated, but telomeres shorten over time, over the period of your lifespan. So if you were to test your telomeres at the age of 30, for example, they would be longer than at the age of 60. 
They're, I think of them as sort of little caps, aren't they, on your chromosomes? They're sort of like the little, and they kind of wear away, they protect your system. And you're born with the length of them, as Karen says. Uh, so you don't know if you're born with long or short telomeres. And it's actually quite interesting now how they're looking to try and measure your telomeres over your, your lifespan. But they are, at they're one of the nine causes of aging. So, wow. Fascinating. We're going to take a very quick ad break. And before we do, I wanted to let you know that this podcast was produced in association with Albright, the leading career network for women. Got a mission, a five year plan, or an outrageous dream? Albright will have your back. They had mine. Visit www.albrightcollective.com to join their free community today or download the Albright app available in the App Store. Albright. A global sisterhood for ambitious women. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's not just about aging, is it? It's also about the aging of the visceral organs. It's about, it's about growing old and enjoying growing old because the healthier our organs are and our being is, the more alive we are and sprightly. But there are some ways we can help as well, which is the amino acids. Is that is that right? Yes, yes. Amino acids are really helpful. So we think a lot about you know vitamins and antioxidants, all good, all great. But amino acids are really the building blocks. So when it comes to regeneration, when it comes to sort of muscle repair, when it comes to our bones, when it comes to our skin and our hair and our nails, amino acids are really, really key. And um, that's one of the reasons that I love the Lumity formula. So tell me a list of things other than the Lumity supplements that we're going to chat a bit more about later. How could someone get more amino acids from their diet? Protein. Protein, which doesn't just mean animal protein, of course. It can also mean vegetable protein. But the full list of amino acids are found in animal proteins. But you can also get them from pulses, lentils, chickpeas, eggs. And they will essentially counterbalance inflammation and help us to stay young both inside and out. Well, that's, I mean, yes, that's part of the job, but it's really about repair. Okay. So when we want to go a little bit, you know, we want to go a little bit deeper than just feeling okay, just, you know, thinking about sort of, you know, 
being able to cope with daily life, when we're really interested in cellular, deeper cellular repair, when we're really interested in maintaining our skin, maintaining our joints, which is so important as we get older, when we're interested in things like, for example, our own collagen production. So collagen is something that everyone talks about, and you know, I think it is a useful supplement. But what we have to do is we have to ensure that we're actually creating our own collagen production. So we have about 40% less collagen by the time we are, oh, about 40. That's the stuff that helps keep that structure. That's the stuff that the scaffolding of the skin, right? The elastin and the collagen. I will say, you know, fine lines. Fine lines are just, you know, they're, they're marks of our humanity, right? They're expressions of joy often. Fine lines can, I think, can be really beautiful. But it's the, it's the loss of structure. It's the sagging of the skin that we really want to fight against. So amino acids are really important for that, helping us produce our own collagen and keeping everything and rebuilding on a cellular level over time. This is one of the reasons why I fell in love with Lumity because I spoke to one of your one of your team about a year and a half ago and she was explaining to me that actually what the supplements do is they encourage my body to continue to create its own collagen rather than taking collagen it's got all the aspects in it that will tell my body to continue to to create as much collagen as it can for the age that I'm at and I think that's a wonderful thing about the formula because it's about, it really, it's not about mega doses. It's really celebratory of the, of the body because it's not only about, of course, the point of it, right, is to help us look and feel our very best all the time. But it's also saying the body's really smart. Like the body actually kind of knows what it's doing. So what we're going to do is we're going to give it what it needs to perform at its optimum levels. It doesn't mean that occasionally you don't want to add in, you know, a bit of a mega dose of something, or you're fighting a cold, for example, or taking a higher level of vitamin C. Personally, I think is really is really key, upping your vitamin D sometimes. But we're just talking about most of the time, most of the year, for most people, it is going to support us to support the body to do everything it's supposed to do, except better, which is why it kind of, you know, it helps everything a little bit. So it's going to help your sleep. It's going to help your immunity. It's going to help your energy. It's going to help your skin. It's going to help your nails. And a lot of time people are like, well, you know, why is it working? You know, what's happening over here? And it's just like, actually, it's a, it's taking a 360 degree approach to all of your body all of the time. And I think that's really empowering. Why is it making me dance at 10 p.m. and Heathrow Airport on the way home? This is crazy. Janice, coming back to you, um, as I mentioned, you, you know, you you finally found Karen and, and the work through through Lumity when you were coming into your perimenopause and started to up your intake of, of supplements and support around that time. Is that right? Yeah. So I had started supplementing way back at that time that we were talking about in respect of, you know, kind of wanting to optimize my health and understand what nutrients I needed. And I, I would caveat that by saying it was on a budget. So obviously I was, you know, a single income earner and funnily enough, sort of 12 months after that uh, period of losing my husband, I actually decided to start to go and work for myself and set up my own consultancy. So, you know, I was all in, it was a, you know, a time of, of prioritizing my health, but with a lot of, you know, obviously financial pressure as well. So 
I really, you know, there's nothing on the market like Lumity and I probably couldn't have afforded it at the time. But what I do know is that the things I was then using are in Lumity, but the Lumity formulation um, encapsulates them all in a different way and they work together much more efficiently, which is what we've just been talking about. But so when I met Karen, I was obviously... I thought I'm quite a good footing, you know, obviously very passionate about the brand so much so that I ended up being involved in running the company for a couple of years. And I live in Edinburgh. I was commuting to London. The place that I was staying was sold. So I was then sort of staying in various different hotels. And and I just felt there was a lot of stress and that bad habits were creeping in. Um, I'd known Karen from first joining Lumity and being super impressed that she had a phenomenal reputation. Um, she had, was the sort of support, I think, of the product in educating the consumer. She went out and talked to, to people about Lumity who were thinking about trialing it. And we had that scan scanner machine, Karen. Do you remember the Olio? Yeah, scanner. Mm-hmm. She looked at people's nutrient levels and get and Karen would then take that in a more holistic conversation with them. And so, you know, I mean, Karen herself uh, is a very enterprising woman. So I knew she understood the juggle of setting up your own business, Karen, as well, but juggling a lot of things. And I could just feel that energy wise, etc., uh, things were not on an even keel. So we had a really good period of a kind of reset. I think Karen is how we would probably describe it and a reboot. So I think we need that every so often. I was wedded to my, all I need is my Lumity. And she's like, well, there are times when you need a little bit more. You know, my dad had been very unwell and had um, unfortunately uh, died as well. And I was going back to Dublin as well, quite a lot during that period. So my son had broken his ankle. My other son had dislocated his shoulder. My husband had had a heart procedure. So, you know, there was a lot of stress. I was running the company. The company was challenging. We were raising money. You know, you name it, I could tick that box. And the, the first thing to go is, I think, your own self. You put yourself through everything. I have to do this and I need to do this. So Karen's approach, I just felt was fantastic because she came at it with how you want to live your life. She wasn't preachy in terms of, you know, you have to have all these good habits. Exactly what she was saying about add this in and take this out. Um, Movement, the idea of having something every morning to do, which, you know, has made a massive difference. Just a combination of a lot of different things that made me think, upping my uh, omega-3 levels for a period of time. Had a little bit of a detox of my liver as well. And, uh, and yeah, I just sort of felt renewed. Um, Unfortunately, we came into lockdown or, you know, when things got more restricted when we probably would have had another, you know, kind of conversations about upping and maybe Karen had offered to come and help with just organizing food and family meals and trying to kind of keep things on a more even keel for us more broadly as a family. So, um, so yeah, I mean, look at her. She's a tribute to her own regime. Oh, bless you. <laughs> so did you go to see her for menopausal symptoms or just a general overhaul? It was that sort of not on an even keel. Would you say that sort of? Yeah, I think it was just, it was really sort of general, but obviously, you know, you very focused on the, the joy and the privilege and also the challenges of aging. Yes. And I think you know, my periods were getting, were taking a lot more from me as well. I think just, you know, that kind of um, 
cycle as you get nearer to the actual stopping of your menstruation, there is a lot of erraticness that goes on. And I think that was kind of depleting me at certain times as well. And just understanding that, bringing it all together for Karen to kind of unpick and things like stop eating cheese from the fridge. Um, Put the Haribo down. (laughs) I know. Well, when you're on the go, you just pick up crap, don't you? Yeah. Part of that's about refill because because sometimes we we all need comfort, right? We all need comfort. A lot of the, the work is about reframing that. It's not about saying don't have comfort food, don't have your, you know, your, your whatever you want at the theatre or whatever you need to pick up at the airport. It's about what does that mean? And actually, I think when we're sort of really in tune, in sync with our, our health and wellness and we're sort of committed to it and invested in it, then we can say, you know, comfort is something that makes me feel good, not only in this moment psychologically, but actually it's going to make me, I'm going to feel good when I wake up tomorrow. And once we start sort of changing what that looks like, so for example, comfort is never going to be kale for me, right? It's, I'm just, yeah, let's be real. It's never going to be kale, but, but it is sweet potatoes chopped up and put in the oven on high heat with a bit of salt and a bit of oil rather than, for example, a bag of potato crisps. It's comforting both, you know, from a sort of, it, it just makes me feel good, but also with all that beet carotene, you know, that great vitamin A that's great for your skin. It's a different kind of comfort that actually is going to support you beyond the moment. So I think, you know, a lot of the work is about changing that. And then having the tools, because sometimes when you're just really, really busy like Janice, it's just a matter of, you know, sometimes it's about shopping. Sometimes the wellness is about shopping. Let's make sure I've got the right things in the house because sometimes I do need to just grab something. Let's make sure I really do have the support. Let's, you know, create some movement rituals so that I can do it when I do not have an hour spent in the gym, when I only have 10 minutes, because you know what, that is what life is like for a lot of people all of the time, whether you're a single mother, whether you've got a big job, whatever it is, sometimes it's about having the tools that just take moments, which means A, it's sustainable because it's only going to work if it's sustainable and if it's attainable. And, and really, really importantly, it's about not, not setting yourself up for failure. It's about doing things that you can always do so that you don't feel really disappointed and therefore reach for the, you know, the thing that isn't going to support you. And a lot of women particularly, I think, treat food and wellness as as carrot and stick. You know, they beat themselves up with things. So if you don't give people tools that are sustainable, that are joyful, that are doable, and actually doable pretty much despite their time and their budget, you know, a lot of things that anyone can do all of the time, then um, then you set people up for failure and that is often why wellness doesn't work for them. One of the things that you've already touched on is that the Lumity supplements, which I take, are working from the inside. So they're kind of, they're supporting your body's natural rhythms. And we've just touched on menopause, but we get a lot of, a lot of women write to us and ask us whether or not we can help them at all with period 
hormonal issues in general. And I know that that's one of the things that the supplements that have been created so expertly at Lunatee do do. Can you just say a little bit about how they support the menstrual cycle, both in menopause and and for people that are still in their menses? Because I think it's really one of the things is just if we can explain to people why eating well will give you a better cycle. If we can explain to people why taking these supplements, I think it just gives people some power, you know, to to not just be taking it because someone says you should buy this supplement, you know, buy Agnes Castus, it's great for your period. Okay, I buy it, I take it, I take it for three months, but and you feel great for a month or two months, and then you're not really sure why you're doing it. I think the more education we can give women on why these things support hormone systems, the better, actually. Aside from the fact that they come through your door, every month in a flat pack so you have to take them and if you're not taking them like you're your own worst you're like I've only had half a pack what have I been doing this month I'm clearly not looking after myself so aside from the fact that they pop through your letterbox once a month the supplements how do they keep your cycle regular or if you're coming into menopause what is it about them that supports you through the menopause and can you take HRT with them as well I mean, I think it's probably really, it's kind of one word, it's balance, right? So it's about, this is a finely tuned formula that allows your own body to work in, you know, as close to perfect balance as possible. So if everything is in balance, if your hormones are in balance, then everything's going to feel better. So they are by no means, you know, they're not hormone replacement therapy by any means, but it's going to help everything no matter what point of your cycle you're at. So whether it's within your monthly cycle or whether it's over the span of your lifetime, whether it's perimenopausal or menopausal, it's going to help everything feel better. And that is because of the finely tuned balance of the amino acids working with the antioxidants and the the vitamins and the minerals. So actually, the supplements actually encourage your body to keep the healthiest homeostasis and balance that they can so that then you don't feel like you're getting hit by a truck when your period comes. That's exactly right. Some women may find that they actually don't need anything additional and and, and the, the women that do, it will support all of the other stuff that they're going to get from the doctor, you know, whether that's a bioidentical hormones or traditional HRT. So it should ease everything because again it's being in the state of balance which is why you know it doesn't mean I mean I personally I think I've probably had one cold since I've started taking Lumity but it doesn't mean you're never ever going to get a cold right it doesn't mean you would never get you know anything nasty coming at you it just means you're you are less likely to and if you do, you are better able to support that. So if you had you know, a particularly challenging time going through the you know, perimenopause and menopause, you're going to be better supported. I think of it as like a scarf on the winter's day. You, it's just you got, you're covered. Like you're just a bit covered. But it's also a little bit like body armor for me. So one of the things that we've already touched on is aging. And menopause is a period of time for women that, thank God, currently is being amplified by women from all backgrounds and particularly recently in the House of Commons in the UK, a cross-party group of women stood up in the House of Commons and spoke about what impact 
the menopause was having on them in a very personal way. One of the ones that made me almost cry was a woman admitting in the House of Commons, third time I've said it, I know, but admitting that she was paranoid that her husband was having an affair. And that is, you know, these these hormonal changes that we go through, whether it be because you have severe premenstrual tension that can create a delusion or a rage, or whether it's when you come into your menopause and you start to feel so out of sorts. But on top of that, with the menopause, we have this period of time where we're transitioning into aging. And Janice, maybe we can just chat to you about this because you are a woman in your 50s. So you're at that stage where things are going down. <laughs> I did look in the mirror the other day and one of my nipples was up here and the other one was down here and I was like, oh, that's new. <laughs> I just looked down. <laughs> I was at the gym, I was like, that's not happened before. <laughs> but I, you know, it's one of, as we touched on earlier, I think you put it so beautifully, Karen, that the scaffolding of the body, the scaffolding of the body is starting to be a bit, a bit weary. And one of the things historically that's happened around this time is that women have become invisible and I, and I'm coming into my perimenopause and I can feel myself a bit like there's a bit of shame coming up for me. Like I, I hadn't, hadn't anticipated feeling like, Oh, I just want to hide. I don't know who this new woman is. And of course I'm not going to, and I'm just going to like, you know, continue to, but I, I wondered um, if you could share a bit what it's been like for you, Janice, and and do you feel under pressure to stay young? Do you feel under pressure to keep your your youth? So, uh, well, I'll deal with that last question first because I do feel under pressure to stay young, but for me, that pressure is self inflicted, and it's to stay young biologically. So, I'm not interested in my chronological age. It is what it is. You know, I've lived nearly 52 years on this planet. I respect a lot of what my body has done for me over those years. And I, you know, wish I had longer legs. I wish I had, I've always had, you know, things about your body that you wish you'd changed or whatever. And I think I've moved to a phase of deep respect for, for my body and its strength, um, but, you know, body and mind. So for me, it's the biological age. How am I aging internally? Because I know if I feel well, I will look well, because you just do. I think the challenge of the menopause is that you lose some of your mojo, is the way I would sort of call it. There are days where it's just not firing on all cylinders, you know, bit of brain fog, not 100% sure what's kind of going on, a bit sort of stiff, stiffer than I used to be. And the approach that I've taken is at the moment, you know, is to just be gentler with myself on the days when I just don't feel like push, push, push. And having lived a lot of my life around going for it, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, you can do it, you know, all that self-talk. It's a kind of different type of self-talk. It's like, it's okay. And that's the hard. I find that really hard to let go of, you know, what defines you. You talk about the identity and I think, you know, uh, the invisibility and that can come with what am I now you know what am I doing what's exciting etc but I try and stay I think strong and flexible both in body and in mind and taking you know stock of how I really am whether I'm being like an absolute 
witch around the place that, you know, my kids or my husband is like, can you, you know, exit stage left soon? Um, <laughs> and the Karen talked about the walks, cold showers in the morning, game changer for me. Oh, yes. Do it, do it. If you don't do it, I promise. Yes. Do you do the breathing, the Wim Hof, the breathing with it, or do you just do a cold shower? I just do a cold shower. Um, I have done this as as all women my age are now doing is the, uh, you know, cold water swimming. And I did a lot of that in lockdown because fortunately we're near water, but I'm not, you know, haven't been able to to carry on doing that every day. So the cold shower every day. And just to loop back, the, the cold shower is great for inflammation, right? Yeah, particularly good for the immunity. Burning brown fat as well, put that out there, <laughs> whatever that is. <laughs> Particularly if it's um follow if it's preceded by a dry body brush, a b- dry body brush, and then a cold shower. Hang on a second. Did you just say brown fat? Yeah. What's brown fat? There is a thing called brown fat, which is another layer of fat that enters your system. As another thing, I think as you get older, men and women, you get more and more of it. And cold water for at least. I mean, I can do quite a long cold shower now, but, you know, they'd say until you kind of hyperventilate, that sounds bad, doesn't it? But, you know, but, you know until you can't breathe anymore, but until you kind of find the system going and, you know, and then you can sustain it a bit longer. So don't go and hyperventilate. And <laughs> It was such a gift for me, actually, because I was longing going, I love cold water swimming. I mean, from when I was very small, I used to run around the campsites when we were on holidays, asking people if they'd take a cold shower with me. I, mean, <laughs> like, it's just in, I think that the, bra- the brown flats and the inflammation and low immunity, I was like, I, I need this now. But I, um, but, but it was such a revelation to me last year when someone said, even the cold water that you get in your home is enough to to, to do that. I think, Karen, I think one of the things that I would like just to kind of like end on, it's been so lovely chatting to you both. One of the things that you have been speaking about, both of you, but Karen explicitly through, is you've really used some nurturing language of how we can talk to ourselves and look after ourselves. And I think the pressure on women, I hear you, I hear you, I get it, that this work is not about staying young in the way we look. That is a a huge bonus to the fact that what we're doing is we're keeping our internals young so that A, we can have a great day today and B, we can age in the best way we possibly can without too many weird health conditions that we don't really need to have. But there is this potentially negative voice that women have in their heads all the time. I've just admitted to you that I've got a little bit of a thing going on now where I'm like, I think I might just stay home for the rest of my life. And it's 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 nonsense because I'm having the best time ever. What are your top tips, Karen? As as a as a consultant and a therapist and a, and a health and beauty expert, how can we override that thinking? Well, I think the first thing is to sort of kind of be a bit honest and admit that youth is currency. There is something so wonderful about that kind of plumpiness that you get in your teens and 20s but so is age age is currency there is grace there is a wisdom there is a humility that can only come with age and must be celebrated and I think if we really think about that and really believe that then everything is going to feel better our whole approach to it all is going to feel better so if age is currency I'm getting more and more and more of it 
then um, I should feel really good about going into the future. But it is not to deny the fact that there are some wonderful things that come with youth. I, I talk a lot about agelessness, like it's an ageless kind of beauty that we want. It's an ageless kind of feel that we want to have. So that's not about, you know, people thinking you're 30 when you're 50. That's about people it's the essence of youth. It's the transparency. It's the energy. It's the vitality. And I am here to tell you that we can have that at 20 and 30 and 60 and 80 if you manage the process. So part of that is, and that starts with great nutrition, of course. It is helped by great supplementation, movement, and I include you know, strength, weight training, working on your muscles, because, you know, a lot of people get to a great old age and they fall over and they break their hip because their bone density is is an issue. So really looking after your muscles, really looking after the internal. And I think as well, when we sort of do the work and we do really think about ourselves, we focus as much on what's beneath the neck and what is beneath our skin, what we literally can't see, because that's real self-care and self-overused terms, but self-care and self-love. It's not just about what other people see. It's about what you see and what you feel. And when you start looking after yourself holistically, and to the point, to Janice's point, and to many women that have kids, have businesses, have other people, have parents that they're looking after, it is not that we're not saying those, those things and those people aren't unbelievably important to you. What I say to my clients and my friends is that you are the key operating system. So in order for everything else to work, you have to take care of yourself. So I think if we can do those things, if we can, if we can up our nutrition, if we can, those that can add some supplementation, take out some things that aren't helpful. Number one being excess sugar, manage our stress, respect our circadian rhythms. And, you know, sometimes that's things like lunatic night supplement really help things like magnesium or things like throwing a little bit of lavender oil on the pillow. But sometimes it's also about stop looking at your phone, like own the last and the first hours of your day, right? Stop that blue light coming at you. Make sure that your room is dark. Make sure that the temperature is a little lower. Get some good quality sleep that will help everything from your mood to your metabolism better. What is that about? A couple of my female friends recently have said that they are sleeping better with the window open. Well, it's just the body temperature. Just lowering your body temperature just helps you just helps you sleep better. So you just want to so if you say so I'd like my living room to be 22, so my bedroom at 20, you know. So you just want it to be a couple of degrees lower. Your sort of sleep patterns actually start in the morning. So you want to wake up, open the windows, get some light, get out in natural light if you can, or at least stick your head out the window. And then throughout the day, everything that you're doing throughout the day is going to support that. And then of course your sleep hygiene. Circadian rhythms waking up, getting some natural light immediately. Can I go to bed at four o'clock? What, 4am or p.m.? Well, no, neither. P.m. <laughs> p.m. It's dark. It's dark. Am I allowed to go to bed <laughs> when, with <laughs> daylight savings? Do you, do you give me permission to go to bed at four and get up at eight? Because I could definitely do that. We could just do a couple of podcasts in between. 
Yes, I get that it gets dark at four now, but that's a little extreme. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've always been very good at sleeping personally, but over the last year that has deteriorated until I started taking Lumity supplements. So I'm really grateful for that. And as we have started talking about going down to sleep, but we're going to end with my favorite question for all my guests, which is what makes your vagina happy today? And Janice, we're going to come to you. Well, are you going to love this one? Because it is my stripe and stare underwear Ah! that that I ordered because you talked about them. Oh my God, game changer. So comfy. What makes your vagina happy today? To squeeze and release on a regular basis. Oh, oh. Oh, I'm feeling feeling somehow quite aroused. Oh. Love it. This has been such a fantastic episode. Thank you so much for letting me ask some really basic questions of things that I genuinely don't know. And I'm sure that all of our listeners will have learned an immense amount from you. As I mentioned, everyone, Lumity supplements come through your door once a month. They aren't super, super cheap. If you can't afford them, drop us a note and we will make you some suggestions of how you can get the ingredients in them through other forms, whether it be food or through another supplement. We're not a closed case here. We want people to be well. But if you can afford the Lumity supplements, I say buy the Lumity supplements. I found them about two years ago and hunted these women down. They have completely changed my life. Thank you so much, Janice. Thank you so much, Karen. You've been fantastic guests. Thank you so much, Mika. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Mika Simmons. That was Karen Cummings-Palmer and Chair of Lumity Life, Janice Gamble. This was the Happy Vagina podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next week. And don't forget to go to www.lumitylife.co.uk to check out the game-changing supplements and skincare on offer designed for women who never allow themselves to be defined by age. They are there to support our body's natural ageing process and support you in feeling strong, healthy and beautiful inside and out. Use our unique code BALANCE15 to get 15% off your first month subscription to the morning and night supplements. That's 15% off with Balance 15 at www.lumitylife.co.uk. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.